Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Hello, Dreamfesters. Welcome along to another edition of the Dreamfest podcast with me, Pete Steele. This is the show, of course, where we invite a special guest to come and curate their Dream Festival lineup. Now, don't forget that you can sign up to the Patreon at patreon.com slash dreamfestpod for extra chats and bonus questions with my guest this week, Mr. Ashley Allen. Previous guests on there include, of course, Mr. Benjamin Cross, uh, Mr. Sean Hand, Miss Catherine Pretty, Miss Fliss Kitson, Mr. Neil Jones and St. Alto and more as well. And there's been more to come. So go to patreon.com slash dreamfestpod. Now on to this week's show, Mr. Ashley Allen. Uh, if you don't know Ashley's work, then you should probably go and listen to his fantastic album, or should I say Sublime album, entitled Sublime. I will provide some handy-dandy links at the end of the show, of course, so you can go and listen at your leisure. But we had a lovely recorded conversation over Skype back in January, less than a week after the third national lockdown year, Lockdown 3, The Revenge. It was announced, uh, but that didn't stop us having a nice conversation. So let's all sit back, relax, and let's curate the Dream Festival lineup of Mr. Ashley Allen. Enjoy. I've been well, man. I've been well, just uh, yeah, working on new music, really, recording stuff, uh, kind of privately at home, practicing. Yeah. Just, yeah, trying to get as much practice in as possible, man. So you're a practicer. That's, yeah, that's I a am. Good thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely, man. So what's, um, what's the sort of typical day for you at the moment during lockdown? You know what? Literally just getting up and just playing these, man. Just playing my synthesizers, practicing wow. them, plugging in my talk box and, yeah, just just doing videos really for Instagram. Of stuff like that, working on my skill set. And then just doing a little bit of composition as well because I've got a, an album that will be coming out hopefully much later, later this year. So throwing out some little ideas and stuff so far now. So is this are you full time now essentially as a musician? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Basically, I mean, I guess alongside what I do is inter- I, I also lecture as well. So I lecture at BIM. So I'm there like two days, and then aside from that, everything else is just the yeah, full time music. So are you lecturing online at the moment? Are you doing any lecturing at all? Or? All online, mate, man. I'm yeah. doing um, yeah, two two modules. I'm the keyboard lecturer on the Mondays and then yeah kind of like an ensemble stuff on Wednesdays mm. so yeah so literally everything's online I was going in actually like around December time but now we've gone into this like you know this this second lockdown everything's just yeah. been cascaded online really so thank you very much for doing this I was hoping to just have a little chat first um just about you about music about um, about your album wanting to ask you about Sublime from last year awesome man great yeah. album thank you man thank congratulations you. Thank you, thank you. Just, uh, just take me through the timeline of how that that came. Um, obviously, I mean, it came out in was it October, wasn't it? Twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is which is what five months after lockdown. So when was it all sort of finished? Did you finish it during lockdown or? Yeah, yeah. I I finished it 
probably in the month of June in lockdown around there in terms of musically to the standard where I would like it to kind of be everything else for that was just literally kind of like just tweaking and so forth and then just getting it mixed and mastered I guess the mastering was finished in the end of August so I guess that's probably the official the official time um, but we actually started the album in 2018 so we started it uh-huh. we started the recording yeah in Symphony Hall um, and that was I think it was June 2018 but then yeah just so many things happened in life got married moved into a new house congratulations <laughs> thank you thank you man and um yeah yeah went went through a few different diff- different jobs was working in bristol for quite a while as well so it was difficult to kind of like get everybody together in the studio and get kind of the schedules aligned um but lockdown fortunately gave me like the time to kind of you know finalize everything because i had all the recorded stems i just needed really to kind of work on editing everything and putting it all together and yeah yeah so i was literally working on that from march straight through was it self-produced then? Did you produce it yourself? Self-produced, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all self-produced, man. Amazing. Yeah. Tell me a bit about, um, you've got a fair few sort of guests on there. Yeah. Are they all, are they all sort of friends of yours or people you sort of heard and thought, I'm just going to ask ask them to do something? You know what, like, what what I do before I actually create my projects is that I usually draw, draw up like a wish list of who I'd love to work with. And it's always like Birmingham artists. Um, the wish list usually turns out to be like my friend's but everybody on that list, I had them in, in my mind from like, a, you know, a year or so ago, literally just writing their names down. And sometimes I'll do gigs with people and I'll be like, you know, what? I, would, I you know, I hear this friend of mine or I hear this singer on this song, you know, and I'm kind of thinking it secretly. And then, you know, when the time comes, I'll approach them. And then um, that was li- literally the process, really, with the guest for the album. Do you, uh, I mean, so you say you may, you hear someone and you think, oh, they fit well onto this track. Have you ever like written a track for, like with someone specifically in mind and gone, I want to write them something to play on? Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I mean, to be fair, every um, song on my album with vocals on, I wrote the lyrics for them and um, and everything. So that's, that, that was pretty much the, 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 the main album really is kind of like me writing a few songs, well, a few, but quite a few songs. And with certain vocalists in mind, you know, so I wrote like the question I was thinking, like Francis, this this will, would be great for him lyrically uh, as well as, you know, melodically as well. But I've kind of done that externally to my own projects as well, where I've literally kind of just been producing stuff and had like a, you know, a rapper or, or like a singer in mind and sent them the, the beat really and um, mm-hmm. took it from there really. But yeah. You've just signed a new record deal, right? With, uh, is it pronounced a- Amar or Amar or... So- AMA, I think it's just, just AMA. AMA. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Based in Italy, independent label in Italy. Did they hear your album and approach you, or has this been in the pipeline for a while? Or you know what, they heard. Um, it's, it has. Yeah, it's been in the pipeline since September. I guess we kind of made it official in in October. But it actually stemmed off the back of my first single, "The Question." So when I released that that song, it really kind of did very well on the radio circuits in the soul and jazz kind of you know remit. And uh, a great guy called Bob Hill reached out to me. Um, and he deals with like a lot of radio stuff. He 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 runs the Illicit Groove radio station in Bournemouth, mm. and he um, he has like a lot of links within the industries in terms of A and R people, record labels, and so forth. And he does a lot of promotion as well for various different artists. So he reached out to me, and he said that yeah, he loved he loved my um, my single, and he'd really like to kind of push it forward. Whether I'd be interested in kind of like having a collaborative partnership with him with pushing my music forward, and 
Of course, I said yes. And as, basically, as a result of that, it got into the hands of the uh, executive of AMA, which is Antonio Martino um, in Italy. And he reached out to me and said he'd love to, to kind of work with me full time, really, um, next next year and release some new, new fresh music. So, yeah. yeah the way it came about really yeah, yeah i had a little listen to some of their uh, back catalogue it's very uh sort of in the soul jazz kind of um yes. arena is that somewhere you're going to continue to be or are you going to look at some different things or to, to be honest i really want to be looking at like different things man but the great thing with ama is that they're so like open and one thing they said to me was that they they really kind of want to push new sounds new material forward you know and they feel like uh, because i sent them like little snippets of some new material that I'm working on. And some of those songs are very different to like the sublime stuff, but they loved it, you know, um, yeah. and they were like, this is kind of like really where, you know, they want, they want to push it. So definitely, yeah, I really want to be kind of looking at new fresh things, but still kind of have like a underlining theme of soul and, and jazz, you know, kind of running throughout. But yeah, man, just want to keep, keep pushing the boundaries of innovation forward. I like to ask people about the sort of musical upbringing, if you like. Yeah. Um, are you, a, are you a church guy? Am I right in saying that? Yeah, I am indeed, man. <laughs> yeah. So so uh, was the church a big part of your musical upbringing? Most definitely, man. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. I, I, I was playing in church. Uh, well, to be fair, pretty much all of my life, literally, I guess, like, up until kind of the lockdown, you know, kind of came, came in, really. But yeah, like growing up when I was much younger, that was literally everything, really. Um, I'd probably be playing for like the majority of services, probably like the ages of eight and nine really because that's kind of how it is in the church scenario as soon as you can kind of play they want you to get on the keyboard and, uh, and serve everyone and it's, <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's it's a very kind of make or break situation and yeah it never went so well for me to <laughs> to, to begin with but after a while yeah you know you learn and so forth so I don't know if you caught the Aretha Franklin Amazing Grace uh, yes. concert did you catch that yeah yeah I did yeah yeah I did man I mean, talk about Sublime. I mean, that's just incredible, incredible stuff. Incredible, right? And it's uh, it's one of those, I mean, I'm not a churchgoer myself. I'm not a particularly religious guy. Um, I did go to church until I was eight years old, but I, I always think if, if church was like that every week, I'd, I'd be there every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, of course. It's, it's, it is true. It's truly incredible. Like the right churches with the right sound and ethos. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're really great. So, um, did, so did your church kind of musical upbringing? Um, did it mirror in your sort of home life at all? Is it um, was was the music different in your house, or was uh, it kind of a similar sort of vibe? No, you know what? Like in my house, it was much more open, man. Because my dad's a quite a prolific mu- musician as well, because he's a guitarist and he's released quite a few albums. Um, but growing up, like yeah, like like he was into like lots of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Of course, we had like the gospel stuff in there as well. But yeah, there was a range of different interesting musicians that he used to play. Uh, of course, Stevie Wonder as well. Literally like everybody who was, who's anybody from the seventies and eighties, mm. you know, soul music. My dad used to really, um, really play. Abraham Laboreal as well. Great bassist, American jazz bassist. Fantastic. Used to always play him too. Jimi Hendrix as well was always played. So, so yeah, yeah. And then of course, alongside that, we had the whole kind of gospel um, seen from the B.B. Winans, you know, C.C. Mm. Winans, Whitney Houston stuff as well, some of early, earlier Whitney Houston things. Yeah, literally just a melting pot of musical genres my, my upbringing was really. Yeah. So was there any particular uh, either record or style that made you think, I want to I do this, in, you know, for the rest of my life sort of thing? I want to do this as my job. 
to, to be fair, like that cut came when I was about 16 because I didn't, to, to be honest, I didn't really want to do music professionally until I was about 16, 17 because before, yeah. I, I, you know, I kind of ha- had different um, ideas about life and so forth and how I'd be able to, to earn a living. But what made me kind of like fall in love with music in general was probably, I watched a film called The Arista Cats. I was like five or six and that film <laughs> just got like so much musical, like it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. it's jazz really, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody wants to be a cat, man. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> that's the one, man. I remember watching a um a scene in that where the cats were like they were. Uh, I guess they were in this house and the piano kept kind of falling through the different roofs and they were playing the music. The more yeah. intense it got, like the more I was drawn towards the film. And I I never knew what style of music was. I never heard the music before in my entire life, but I loved it. You know, yeah. um, and from since then, I've just been hooked on jazz music because I came to realize afterwards, hey, this is jazz. And that's the sax, and that's the piano, and so forth. So oh, I wasn't expecting the Aristocat soundtrack as the record that turned yeah. on to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, it was. Exactly. Any other, any other Disney uh, tidbits you want to give us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jungle Book. That's another. Oh one. yes, fantastic. fantastic. I love the Jungle Book, man. There's some great music in that. So we're we're going to talk a lot about live music and stuff. So just wanted to get a feel for like sort of live music that you like to go and see so i've got three questions now that weren't pre-prepared just yeah. just to give you so people can't you know prepare cool answers if you like cool. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. what was the first gig you remember going to first, let's say let's say away from church like yeah. as going to a, an actual concert as a punter yeah that was winton marcellus 2012 um i had been to a few of the local gigs and you know but in terms of like my first official gig where this was somebody of a massive kind of um, status. Yeah, I was 22 actually. It's mm. quite interesting. Yeah, that that was my first one, and it was really, really incredible. He brought his J JLCO orchestra across, and they yeah, they I think they played about an hour set of just some fantastic jazz pieces, and just the acoustics in 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 that hall was just amazing. And I was sitting right at the back, and I was I remember thinking actually like one day I'd love to be on that stage or even kind of be near the stage, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, amazing. Amazing, amazing gig. That sounds like well, that's that's the cool answer. <laughs> you saw it that already. <laughs> Didn't need to prep that one. Uh, <laughs> My other question is, what is the last gig you went to? Do you remember going to? Obviously, it might have been a while ago now, but um, and yeah. we're not counting online. Last, again, as a punter going into a, a bar or a, a concert hall or whatever. Do you remember the last gig you went to? Are we saying outside of my own or just just yeah outside uh, of your own yeah, yeah outside of my own? I think it might have been Tom Ford's um, Thomas Seminar Ford, amazing guitarist from Birmingham. Yeah, yeah, mind blowing, mind blowing guy, man. Uh, it was his I went to. That was it. Oh, it was a pub in Digbeth. The name's escaped me now, but it was a jazz pub in Digbeth anyway. Spotted um, dog. Maybe? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. The Spotted Dog, and um, he had he had a drummer that came across called David Hodeck. I think it's the brother of Aaron the Bassist, famous internet sensation. Mm-hmm. And it was um, David Hodek. Uh, Andy Bunting was on keys as well. And Taju Lasano, like he had like a guest slot as well. Um, yeah. Nick Jordan was on bass. And that was a, an amazing gig I went to see. Oh, so. Amazing. So w- when was that? Was that just before lockdown or maybe? February, yeah, yeah, yeah. February yeah. 2020. Yeah, literally. Ah, just right. Before. Good timing then. Yeah, literally. Okay. Um, and my final question on this is, what is the best gig you've ever been to or your favourite gig you've ever been to? It might have to be Tower of Power, maybe. Oh. I went to see them at the town hall. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Ashley. That's the correct answer. <laughs> I'm a big Tower fan. 
Yeah, I went to see them in London. Well, early two thousands, I think it was two thousand five. I think maybe. Yeah. Because I studied music at uh, Wolverhampton Uni, and the trumpet slash jazz teacher was in a Tower of Power tribute band. Oh, nice! And he 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 basically got us into Tower of Power. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, nice. That is is that Nigel Beer? The trumpet? It is Nigel Beer. Yeah, yeah. I I studied at Wolverhampton too, man. And uh, yeah. I did, I did indeed. <laughs> Yeah, fantastic. So. You made more of it than I did <laughs> by the looks of things. <laughs> so, yeah, so Tara Parry is the correct answer, Ashley. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, you, you've come here today because um, I've set up this festival. Yes. Um, I've, I've, I've set up the stages and the lights, uh, food trucks are set, invitations have gone out, wristbands have been made, etc., etc. Silly me, I forgot to book the bands. Yes. So, I need, I need some help. Uh, in putting this in this putting this festival together uh, now fortunately i've got a time machine mm-hmm. it's very handy so you can go to anywhere in musical history and you can literally go and handpick musicians from the areas that you like um but you get to actually pick the form of your time machine i.e it could be the delorean from back to the future or it could be a bicycle a, a telephone box a hot tub anything <laughs> you want how, how do you want to travel i'd go with a ferrari i'd have to i'd have to say a ferrari yeah <laughs> i just yeah I love I love the look of them and yeah I'm a, I'm a fan of them so you're yeah. a straight shooter you're a straight shooter Ashley I can tell yeah, it's, it's gotta be <laughs> <laughs> wonderful okay so we're gonna get into your throat testarossa maybe yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay cool all right well the day before the festival starts yeah there's some bars open there's some people gathering you can have a nice a nice cavorce and uh, have a good time talk about the day ahead it's a bit of a late night should we say yeah. But the next morning the festival's going to start, so you're in your tent, and you're going to have some music to wake up to. They're outside, just outside your tent, and they're going to mm. play you some music to help you awaken from your slumber. Yes. So who is going to be outside your tent to, to serenade you? Going to have to go back to 2002 and choose Flowetry. Ooh. Uh, and the specific song, Sunshine. Oh, go- a specific song, wonderful. Flowetry were a Brit school band, right? They were indeed, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the were man. Um, yeah, just their whole essence, their vibe is just like so warming, so comforting. Um, they have a lot of energy, but at the same time, I can imagine waking up to them without feeling annoyed or like shook out of my sleep. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I just love the harmonies. I love the chords. I love everything that that they do as well. So yeah, just so beautiful. Floatry is a good a good answer. Good start to the day, I reckon. I think so. A nice gentle. Uh, it's kind of, I suppose it's gentle, but yeah, it's going to sort of get you going as well. Yeah, of course, of it's course. not a rude awakening, right? Egg, that's the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, it's it's not like having a bucket of water thrown on you, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so Floetry have uh, managed to uh, awake you from your slumber, and you're gonna you're gonna go out and wander out into the the outside world. You're gonna have yourself a nice little breakfast just to get the day going. Yeah. Um, so you've managed to wipe the sleep from your eyes as well. So the festival's about to start. Yes. But we need someone to open your show. So who is going to set the tone and put out the festival vibes? Who is opening your show? I need energy, so I'm gonna have to go with Bust the Rhymes. Oh go with Bust the Rhymes, man. Like yeah. <laughs> give, give it some more. He's, he's, he's got the he's got the power. He's just got like the whole vibe, the energy. You can't go wrong. That will set you off so nice for the whole day. In fact the whole week. So Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bust the all day. Absolutely. Are we going to be, are we going to be hearing a, a lot of hip hop? Do you think during this during this festival? A little bit. A little Without bit. giving too much away. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's there's certainly a few more hip hop acts on there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. 
Excellent. Okay, so Buster Rhymes is going to bark, bark away, and he's going to he's going to <laughs> get everyone ready to. to yeah, to, I don't. Yeah. I never know how to describe Buster Rhymes. To be honest, he's got that sort of yeah, just woof about him. Just, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and, and Enigma just full of energy and um, vibrancy, man. Yeah. So Buster is now he's gone off into uh, into his uh, into his trailer, mm-hmm. uh, and now we're going to have a secret guest. So. So suddenly some flyers have sort of appeared in circulation and it's yeah. going to give your guests a nice little surprise. They weren't previously aware that this person was going to be performing. So who's mm. going to be your secret guest? Probably Tracy Chapman. Um, ah, very nice. Yeah, I just I just think she she's just beautiful and I think like everything she does is just so thoughtful. And I think like just her like um, image and her appearance I think just captivates people. So I think to kind of have her in that slot would be so intriguing yet satisfying as well that's a great answer because i think i bought her first album when it when it was out years and years ago but don't hear much from her anymore i, I mean i'm not up to date with her yeah 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 exactly yeah like like i know she's um i've seen some legal stuff that she's got into with Nicki minaj and so forth but um oh, yeah really, yeah yeah like like uh, i think Nicki sampled something of one of her songs and um yeah she, yeah without kind of asking so there's this kind of massive like um yeah le- legality going on around that but um yeah i just think yeah she hasn't really released much in quite a while from what i from what i know but she's just got so so much classic songs and a lot of songs are really inspired by her her style and her vibe as well and so to kind of see the originator of of, of kind of folk soul almost mm. it's definitely different at the time especially i mean i mean you didn't see many black singers doing folk exactly. folk music at that time so true so true Interesting point you raise about sort of samples and stuff. How would you feel if someone sampled your stuff? <laughs> yeah, great question, man. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure to be honest right now. Yeah. Um, depends who it is. It does depend who it is. I think yeah. if they use my sample in a very tasteful and thoughtful manner, um, then I wouldn't mind. But if they just took it and just put it on something, that's just yeah, it's just, it's just not really uh, fitting or hasn't really been given much thought then i'd be a bit annoyed definitely what was it what if it was Nicki minaj nah you know you know <laughs> I, i'm i'm not feeling that to be honest i'm just no feeling that man uh, yeah <laughs> what if it was really really tasteful ash you know what if it was tasteful then fair enough because the money's going to be great isn't it really you know what i mean yeah. But, um yeah if it's tasteful then yeah yeah make sure uh make sure she gives you credit for it if she does so. yeah indeed. <laughs> all right ash it's time to get something to eat Cool. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long day, so you need some sustenance. Yeah. So yeah. what's gonna be sort of what's gonna be the perfect festival grub that's gonna keep you going? I'm gonna have to go with um it's not it's not healthy, but I have to go with burger and chips, man. Burger chips, nuggets as well on the side. Wow. And some milkshake, and I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, that's that's heavy though, right? That's it, gonna, it, you're gonna it, be on the floor at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a massive eater to be fair. So are you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a really big eater, so that that will suit me. That will any, suit. Me. Any particular type of burger? Oh, I'd have to go with chicken. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love I love chicken. I think cheese. I think a cheeseburger might be a little bit too heavy on the gut. Chicken, I think, is a little bit more. But nuggets bit... on the side is fine. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> give me a chicken and a burger, then give me some side little chickens as well. I'm not most organised when it comes to food, man. But yeah. yeah. That's all good, man. It's whatever keep whatever you think is going to keep you going. That's all good. But while you're eating, while you're tucking into your chicken burger and you're dipping your nuggets, someone's going to set up this little stage and they're going to do a little acoustic set for you. So it could be an acoustic artist 
or non-acoustic artists, but they're going to get their acoustic guitar out or acoustic instruments, and they're going to serenade you while you eat. Mm. Who's it? Who's it going to be? Oh, might have to be this. This this is a difficult one, man. Uh, it's a hard one. I'm kind of leaning towards somebody like Whitney Houston, but I think she's just too well known for that. So I probably have to go with the lead singer of Hiatus Coyote. Ah, um, very nice. Um, I think she's amazing. Yeah, so go with her. With Napalm for that one. Yeah, I caught her. Uh, well, I caught her at his karaoke at uh, Mostly Jazz Festival a few years oh, ago. Oh wow! Yeah, no. they. I think they opened the, the. They opened the one day. I think. Oh wow! I didn't yeah. even that they were there. To be honest. Yeah, I think it was 2013. I think it was. Wow. Um, it was the year Nile Rodgers headlined. But yeah, they. I think they opened the show. Sweet. And yeah, I knew a few of their songs already, and a lot of people knew their songs and sort of rushed the stage. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they were like. We didn't even know that you guys knew our stuff. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we know your stuff. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, they're literally like one of my favourite bands of all time, man. They're, yeah. just, just, they're just amazing. I, I, it's Coyote. Wonderful. I mean, Whitney Houston's a good shout, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yes. don't worry about the fame factor. I'd be more worried about, you know, crying into your burger and chips. But <laughs> Yeah, true, true. I or you've all... just been completely blown out of your hands, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like a gust of wind just hitting you, and it. No, no, exactly, no. exactly. <laughs> Especially Pete Whitney, yeah, 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 definitely, man. All right, well, you've you've managed to polish off all your nuggets as well, as well as your burger and chips. I don't know how you've managed it, but you've managed it. <laughs> so we're now we're gonna we're gonna go local now, Ash. <laughs> so mm. this could be a legendary band, it could be an established current band, mm. or an up and coming artist from Brum. Uh, yeah. Something you think should get some festival exposure. Now you can't pick yourself, unfortunately. But I knew yeah. I know you're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. So who who on the local scenes uh, yeah. making you take note at the moment? Odd Soul. I'd have to go with Odd Soul, man. Odd uh, Soul, yeah. They're my guys as well, man. Yeah, I love them. I just think they've got their sound together like so nicely. Um, the person now in the band, I think, is just amazing. The ability in Odd Soul, I think, is just amazing. And how they sing together as well. And I think they're just fitting, like they really would, would fit in with the kind of lineup that I've got in mind as well. And to mm. be fair, I, I feel like they they would fit in in pretty much most contexts. To be fair, because they're just mm. so, so adaptable and their tunes are just so um, unique yet still likable as well. So mm. yeah, man. the one of those bands I've I've heard plenty of them. I just haven't managed to see them live yet, and it's it's one yeah. of the things I want to do. I think when, yeah. uh, when we get out of this. Uh, this lockdown thing. Uh, they uh, they haven't released anything recently, have they? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they have. I assume they might be working on something, but I wouldn't quote me on that. But I don't think they've released released anything. Yeah, we'll we'll keep our ears out for that one. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. Uh, now we're coming to our intimate sets. So there's a tent that holds around thirty people. Not many can squeeze in, but someone's going to play a nice private intimate set for you guys. Mm-hmm. Who do you want to see up close and personal? Andre three thousand. Um, ah, interesting. Thousand man. No because big boy as well. Just him. Just him. Just just. No offense to big boy, but just yeah. uh, just just Andre man. Because I think a lot of people don't realize he's a virtuoso when it comes to instruments too. Mm. Um, amazing piano player. Amazing piano player. He can play the flute like a genius too. Um, I didn't super, know that. He, yeah, he can man. Um, the guitar as well. Um, I do like his vocals too, actually, and I just feel like whatever he would do in that setting would just be so unique, and like you'd learn a lot from him as well, you know. Mm. So I feel like it would still be hip hop, but at the same time, you'd have elements of soul in there, you know, elements of kind of jazz in there, and just his own flavour too, which 
I think would just be incredible, man. So, did you did you see the the Hendrix biography that he did? I saw a little bit of it. To be fair, I still need to watch it all the way through. Um, I didn't I didn't catch it. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need I need to watch it all the way through properly because yeah, I, I, I caught a bit when it came on my TV. A while ago on one of the stations, um, but yeah, yeah, I, I need I need to tune into that and watch it because I hear it's good. Yeah, I I kind of heard it wasn't great, if I'm honest. Oh, wow. okay. But but you know that might just been someone not very good at reviews. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens. But it's just it's just it's interesting because uh, as you mentioned that he's a you know a good guitar player. I wondered how much he would have sort of done yeah. with the guitar in that film as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? I hear that he did it justice, certainly from yeah. from. Just from that that standpoint, yeah. But I, but again, I think it's one of those those films I, I need to really see, man. But um, the tracks that I've heard him on, like the tracks that I like, like my favorite things, um, and those tracks like that, where I know that that he's playing keys or or the instruments, is just pretty mind blowing, man, and pretty amazing. So, yeah, all, all round dude, man. Good. All right then, Andre three thousand is in a nice tight tent. Yes. Um, we are now. This, this is my favorite question now, Ashley. Okay. This is the full album performance. So, okay. whose album would you like to hear played in its entirety by the artist? That's got to be my favorite album of all time. That's Voodoo by D'Angelo. Yeah, that's that's my favorite album, man. Um, that's just such a. I think even to this day, that's an album that um, still stands up to every single like modern sound that that you would hear now. And you can put Voodoo against it and Voodoo still sounds new and relevant. And I think just the musicality in that album alone is just like mind blowing, man. Again, you know, I love it. I love it. I love it. Why, why isn't it? Why isn't D'Angelo sort of up there with the princes? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's because of his inactivity um, in many yeah. ways. I think because he, um, he should be based off talent. If talent was the, the kind of thing that we're going to base it off, he's certainly up there in my view. Well, yeah, but he's only released three albums um, in a career. Is that all? That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a and he started his career in 1992, I think, when he started writing for people like Brian McKnight and so forth. But then released his first album, I think, in '95. Second was in 2000, and then his last album that he released was in 2014. So mm-hmm. he's just had like a bit of an up and down kind of time in terms of the consistency of it. But every time he's released an album, he's won Grammys for it, and 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 mm-hmm. people worship him. So. Yeah, I, I I hope he comes back with more music at some point. Um, mm. Voodoo is the album for me, though, man. It's just a great, a great body of work. Excellent. Well, that's a, that's a great answer, man. That's a very good answer. Okay, cool. the sun is now about to start to go down. The mm. party is about to really begin. Your headline is getting ready. Yes. First, someone to get you all warmed up. Now, I always think there's kind of two ways you can go with this. Sun's going down, you can get dusky and get kind of mellow and calm. Yeah. Or you can just go full out, let's get this thing wired. Which yeah. way are we going to go? Let's get it wired, man. Let's go with uh, the Funk Apostles, Corey Henry, and the Funk Apostles, man. Let's, let's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was I'm liking a- all the funk answers, Ash. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it, man. I love it. I just, you know, every time I think of festivals, I think of energy and life and just fun. And yeah, man, like Corey would be the amazing guy to to kind of go before my final laps that I'm thinking of. But, um, yeah, man, the Funk oh, Apostles. Man. I wonder Corey. how you can. Oh, well, I, let's just get let's just go straight <laughs> to it. Like, I want to know who your headliner is now. Yeah. <laughs> how are you going to go? How are you going to beat that? Who's your main attraction? Who is closing the show, Ash? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Earth, yes, Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. They they just have too much classics. They've got classics for the musician, musician. 
and they've got classics for the for the for the person that doesn't even appreciate or listen to music too much but they they well obviously they appreciate but they don't necessarily listen intensely to music but yeah they've they've just got tracks for everybody and yeah i think that they're just such a likable band amazing band i haven't heard an earth wind and fire song that i don't like as well which which is rare for me um very rare yeah amazing man amazing did you ever get to see because i think they did mostly jazz as well a few years ago have you ever been to see them i haven't no unfortunately not i would love to though man i really would love to see them i know that might not be likely given the kind of makeup of who's there or who's left unfortunately in 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 the band but um Mm. i'll certainly love to see them though well let's hope that happens um because yeah i think uh i think the world be an emptier place without them really certainly so like you say a few have left a few we've had a few pass away as well yeah um but yeah who knows after lockdown i think i think it's going to inspire a lot of people to go oh do you know what you know we fell out but let's just let's just do it man (laughs) so true true. i hope we get that i hope we get that so earth wind and fire they're going to be closing your show but we've been told that there's a little uh little campfire being set up on a hill yes and uh you can have a little wander up there you can take your keys if you if you can be bothered to lug them that far (laughs) do you play any other instruments by the way a little bit of bass, a little bit of bass. Okay. Um, other things I dabble in, but I, I certainly wouldn't say I play it because it might be a bit offensive to some of my friends that do play. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to stick with the keyboard for that. Okay, one. fair enough, fair enough. Um, okay, so there's a little campfire set happening and uh, you're going to have a little wander up. And there's someone there that you're totally not expecting to be there. It's a little bit like the secret guest, but they're going to sit there around the campfire and they've invited you to come along and you're going to have a little jam with them. Yeah. So who do you want to have a little jam with around the campfire to bring your festival to a close? It's probably got to be um, Coltrane. It's got, it's got to be Coltrane, man. Um, you speech on this, on this show before. Well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, you've got the time machine. So why not? Let's go with, let's go with Coltrane, man. Um, I just feel like that would be like the equivalent of going to uni, uh, taking a, a degree and a master's degree and even a PhD as well literally just musically speaking sitting in with Coltrane like what you would learn from that would just be um yeah unspeakable man so you have to be Coltrane I like that idea well actually that sounds like a fantastic fantastic festival to be going to man I hope something like that can happen very very soon just before we go where can people keep up to date with you and uh and, and seek you out and stuff yeah so that's Instagram it's Ashley A Fantastic um on Instagram Literally everything's pretty much on there now or Facebook, which is just Ashley Allen. Again, you, you can always just type me in on Google, just put Ashley Allen Piano in and you'll kind of get a long list of different social media um, stuff. But mainly my Instagram is is, is the one to, to follow. Mm. And where can people get your album? Yeah, so they can get it on every major digital platform, Spotify, Amazon, iTunes, Bandcamp as well um, is on there, um, YouTube too. Um, Deezer, so yeah, all of those platforms. Just type in Sublime, Ashley Allen, and you'll find it. Sweet man. And just finally, um, what is 2021 going to look like for you? Do you think? Let's let's pretend, yeah. kind of pretend there's no pandemic happening. Yeah, yeah. What would what what's going to be happening for you this year? My first European tour, hopefully, um, under my own name. Second, yeah, my follow-up album too, uh, and hopefully a hell of a lot of collaborations with some cool artists. Mm. Uh, and hopefully abroad as well so you were selected for the uh the jazz lines development program right yeah yes yeah yeah is yeah. that sort of still happening sort of tentatively or is it 
Yeah, so that's so that's so that was rescheduled to March 2021. As far as I know, hopefully it still is going ahead. Um, if not, then I assume that it will be kind of re yeah rescheduled maybe to later. Um, yeah. If, uh, um, because they're very active, to be fair, in terms of trying to ensure that their artists like myself and so forth still feel you know kind of comfortable with everything and mm. ensuring that you know we still are looking forward to to having these different gigs that they've that they've planned for us to so um they're very supportive as well jazz line yeah. so so what's um what just take me through what is the what is the actual development mental program what does it entail yeah. okay so what it actually is i think what you what it is what you're saying is the jamie cullum um recommending series so that's that was it so i i guess kind of like i'm under the development uh and mentorship of jamie cullum but that will kind of just be like uh, a gig that i'm doing it's called the yeah again the Jamie Cullen recommending series. So Jamie will of course kind of promote that um, on his various radio stations and so forth. Um, I don't think he'll be there in person in the gig, um, but it's under his banner and his name. Um, and there there were four people: myself, uh, Stella, Pierre, and David Gray, uh, selected as four piano players mm. uh, to be a part of that. So yeah, so hopefully all goes well with that and it still goes ahead. Wicked man. Well, I'm really excited for you. I must say, and uh, I'm really excited to hear the what you've got next. The next album is it? Is it written yet? Did you say or sort of I've in process? Five tracks that 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 I would say are written and probably aiming for about twelve tracks this time. So there's another seven to kind of work work on. So I'll be spending my lockdown kind of uh, hopefully attaining the full seven. So let's see yeah. how that goes, man. Wicked man. Well, uh, all the best with that. I really hope it goes well for you. I look forward to it. Any in fact, just before you go. Yeah. Are they going to release anything on vinyl? Yes, they will. They definitely will, man. <laughs> yeah, finally. So. They yeah, definitely. I'm a bit of a vinyl head, and I only, I only, I only buy vinyl from local artists now. So. Oh, nice. I can add that to my collection. Super, super, man. That's what I appreciate, man. Ah, oh, wicked man. Actually, thank you very much for doing this. Much appreciated, man. Thank you, mate. Well, there we go. There he goes, Mr. Ashley Allen, off in his Ferrari to pick up his dream festival lineup, including the likes of Prince, Andre 3000, Odd Soul, D'Angelo, Earth, Wind & Fire, and lots more as well. Don't forget to sign up to the Patreon and find out who Ashley is hanging out with backstage and who makes his ultimate band lineup. That's patreon.com slash dreamfestpod. If you want to listen to Ashley's music, you can go to the usual streaming sites, but preferably go and put a bit of money in Ashley's pockets by going to his Bandcamp page, which is ashleyallen.bandcamp.com. That's Ashley Allen spelt A-L-L-E-N, ashleyallen.bandcamp.com. His album Sublime is out now, and it is what it is, Sublime. And as you heard, there's another album due this year in 2021. Uh, we mentioned as well at the, the end there a series of concerts as recommended by Jamie Cullum of which Ashley has been selected as one of them as I record this his night is Friday the 1st of October 2021 it's been moved around a few times but as it stands as I record this and as you are listening to it well maybe not as you listen to it but as I record this it is Friday the 1st of October so you can go to the Town Hall Symphony Hall website which is thsh.co.uk and sign up for free tickets 
Uh, other local acts involved in that series are David Austin Gray of Hansu Tori, uh, Pierre Anaka of Juggernauts and Oddman's Box, and Stella Roberts of The Fabulous Dorcher, uh, who also has another side project called Joybang, and she tells me there is music to hear from that very soon. Uh, of course, you can follow this podcast on the usual social platforms at DreamFestPod. That's on Facebook, Twitter, and now on Instagram. Uh, for those of you interested, I'm uh, keeping a track of which countries have uh, finally succumbed to the DreamFest charm. And we've added two more to the list. Yes, so welcome to the Hungarians and the Maltese. Thank you to Malta and Hungary for listening to the DreamFest podcast. You are most welcome. So my thanks again go to Ashley for his time and his festival, to Rich Farmer for the artwork, to Jane Powell for the music, to the Brum Radio podcast channel for hosting, and to you for listening. Join me next time where I'll have another wonderful guest curating their Dream Festival lineup. But until then, take care, be good, and remember, if you book them, they will come. Bye. Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.